0: At the moment, from the wider reading, is unlikely. It seems that the United States will be a little harsher than Europe. I think Europe is going to be a lot more open to Web three than the US. Uh, so, in terms of peak, uh, them be- me- being based mainly in Germany, I don't think it'll be too much of an issue. But because they are within these associations and lobbying groups, uh, you know, peak will be in a good position to to pivot uh, if need be, and will have enough uh, foresight uh, for any of those situations.
1: Yeah, and and by the way, uh, Masti, if you want to um, follow up on your on your question, then you know, please go ahead and do so. I, I would like to have like a you know, uh, more expansive uh, discussion about mm-hmm. this. Andy, I think you can you share like roughly the valuation at which we buy in. Someone was asking, you know, I don't want to ignore the question, so like, can you give us like a ballpark? Because we we cannot share the exact number, but. Just roughly speaking, can you give us a number?
2: Mm, yes, just
1: like so. below X amount of dollars.
2: Mm, it is below sixty million, I guess. Yeah. And you know, in my, I
1: mean, in, from what I've seen from all those games, which we also studied in, in our research process, I mean, that, to me, that's ridiculously long, but mm. um,
2: it's very attractive. Yeah.
1: And also. <clears throat> You know, just for more context for the community, I don't think that we would have an issue with asking for a smaller ticket. You know, if the demand from the community isn't as big, or if everyone wants to go with a smaller ticket, you know, we go with a smaller allocation. If the community is too reserved, you know, then we might not do the deal at all. You know, we are really 100% flexible. We think it's a, a great tech setup, We think the backing is highly impressive. We think the advisory is extremely impressive. Uh, We think what they have today is perfect for what they want to achieve in the short and long term. And we think the valuation is like rather low for what they do and compared to some of the other projects which we have seen. Yeah, for us, it's, it's a great deal, but you know... This is also one of the feedbacks which we have received in Town Hall 8. You know, we shouldn't create as much hype around those investments as for Snickerdoodle, for example. So you know, I'm going to take that feedback by heart and you know, we're going to be um, like much
0: more neutral in how we present those deals. Uh, and as well, we will be creating a uh, chat on the deals for Peak uh, further the discussion and uh, you know uh, uh, provide additional information for those who want to read a little more into it yeah
1: and they, David is asking once again, uh, will we be able to view tokenomics before buying a deal? I mean I, I can't tell you like one hundred percent sure that we can t- you know share the full tokenomics, but if we cannot share them, we will give you you know rough numbers for you to uh, um, make up your mind based on that, and it's going to be um, fairly accurate. Where you're not going to be met with any surprises once you um, get the full tokenomics. Or maybe, um, let me just pull them up. Let's just talk about them because I want to, like, it feels weird not to talk about them. Uh,
0: so Martin asked, uh, can you go into the links with Orkimore? How has this been received by Peak? Is this likely to be put into action? Uh, yeah, so we mentioned it to Peak that there is a, uh, you know, Com- project out there, company out there called Orki, uh, trying to do what they're trying to do, uh, and they said they'd be interested in chatting. And I also had a conversation with Niels yesterday, uh, a f- you know, a fruitful forty-five minutes or so, regarding many topics. And I also uh, introduced Peak. Um, the idea would be in terms of a, a link or slash collaboration, uh, where for Peak and orkyverse to work together and use the economy of things to assist in the. L- uh, creation of lighthouses that is required by the peak network to facilitate the augmented reality because of course with orkiverse uh, how they're functioning is having these points of reference uh, that are uh, stable within their position to be able to then calibrate devices within range to know where they are relative to that and then be able to initiate a an individual or a shared augmented reality experience and the idea with um, peak would be that then orki has access to a lot more devices that are capable or assumed to be capable of using or being these lighthouses which then can allow for a larger network of devices to help run this uh, augmented reality network also in the outside world and you know more regionally too so it doesn't have to be uh, set up uh, in a more individual basis but let's say you know a, a charging station near a city center could also then in its downtime or part of its uh, hardware would be used to, to run the Orki uh, software and become a lighthouse for, for those around it
1: Okay, so I pulled up the tokenomics, which you have, and I, um, I also just just thought about you know the the logic behind, um, you know, the reasoning behind sharing that info or not sharing that info, and you know, some of the projects being more um, careful about what's going to um, what's going to be made public and so on. But I mean, I would probably rather share the tokenomics without being allowed to share them and then potentially lose the deal um, than not share the tokenomics with the community and having you invest blindly. So that's a, that's the reasoning why I'm going to uh, go through through them. I'm not going to share them in, in writing because the sheet which we got is uh, private, but I'm going to talk you through an educated yeah. decision on you know how direct this is to yeah. you. Let's start with the vesting uh, period. So uh, we have the, the vesting periods for the Peak Labs and for its advisors, are uh, 36 months. And they have a lockup period of 12 months. For the reserves, we have six months lockup and 48 months vesting. Then we have an SSI pool. Where I'm not really sure what that means, but the lockup is 18 months and 24 months vesting. We have network rewards with 54 months vesting. We have the ecosystem with 48 months vesting. We have the ecosystem drop, which has 24 months vesting. And now we have the vesting periods of the rounds uh, in which we can put, potentially invest in. Um, we have the pre seed round with a six months lockup and vesting of 24 months. We have the seed with six months lockup and 24 months vesting. And we have the private round with six months lockup and 18 months vesting and then we have the community sale without any lockup and with three months vesting important to note is peak labs advisors and reserves do not have any unlock at tge network rewards ecosystem and the ecosystem drop have uh, an unlock of below 5% The pre-seed round has a TGE unlock of 7.5%. Seed round has a TGE unlock of 12.5%. And the private round has a TGE unlock of 15%. And the community sale has a TGE unlock of 50%. And to give an idea of the distribution of the tokens in total, 10% of all tokens have been allocated to the pre-seed round, 5% to the seed round, 12% to the private round and 9% to the community sale. The amounts raised, um, I already gave them for the previous rounds, but community sale, it's going to be $17 million. And, you know, all of the all of the data could still change uh, slightly, but I think that should be uh, fairly accurate uh, to give you a, a very rough idea. Then we have the pre-seed valuation just under 6 million. Then we have seed community sale at just under 200 million. So Michael is asking what the core technology is that's being used. Andy, do, do you know that?
2: Um, yeah, I've <clears throat> already shared a link here to the docs uh, section of the Peak uh, homepage. There is a, a detailed description here about the, the network itself. Network is built on yeah. So that should explain this question. And if you want to dive, di- uh, dive deeper into, into this uh, also token related questions, you will also find them under the link that I've shared in the chat.
1: So, <laughs> Rock has been asking um, if we know how much DOT they need to secure. Andy, do you, do you have any insights on that? I don't recall. It's,
2: it's not, not disclosed yet. Yeah. So, also this this ratio DOT uh, to peak is, is not defined yet. Yeah.
1: Uh, Andy, do you know when the seed sale, the pre-seed sale, uh, was arranged. I think there was a couple of news articles somewhere uh, out there. Right? Mm,
2: yeah, I believe that uh, Jesse also <coughs> posted the the Crunchbase link. I think there is the information. Just a second.
1: Yeah. So the the angel round was in October 15 in 2020. No, de- depending on whether or not that's accurate. Mm-hmm. But I had another website which was better
2: I, Just I, see I, I, can I, remember, I remember something with 2018 I've seen something there okay so we have a question by
1: strider so will peak not have any equity on markets and its entire valuation okay let, let me read let me read this once more so will peak not have any equity on markets and its entire valuation is via crypto tokens okay If so, do we know how real company earnings be used to give value to token holders? I don't think that we have discussed the economy of the token itself, right? Or did you cover this in your prior call, Andy? Uh, No. Okay. Yeah, I think that that might be something uh, where we have to follow up with the team. Um, I would assume that it's going to be... similar to how it's going to be used in the ARC ecosystem um, where you have the token um, being rewarded to those who build and then therefore you have an incentive for people to actually uh, implement software and dApps to be using the, the, the tech and then you have the B2B business and the B2C business and you have tokens uh, being burned or potentially being um, taken aside in fees and so on, where the token either becomes more scarce or where the token, for example, needs to be staked to make use of certain features, for
2: example. I've also posted a link now <clears throat> with the explanation of the use of the peak token. So there's a good summary yeah? So they have different, different uh, cases. So the first one is, is the machine DeFi applications. So, where you have liquidity pools yeah, that are uh, provided in Peak tokens. Um, they pay the rewards to the community in, in Peak and they have uh, liquidity mining with this token. Then, the second uh, part is uh, machine NFTs. There is also the token involved. The third uh, use case is the machine economy operations. So all transaction fees are paid in peak, so it's more or less the, the base layer of uh, all transactions behind, yeah. also, also the, the payment itself will be handled through this token. And uh, the deployment of smart contracts, uh, the network governance and the bridges are also paid in peak Yeah. And yeah, what else do they have? A fourth point is uh, machine deployment. So if you want to register new devices in the network, you also pay this uh, with Peak. So that's uh, quite quite broad range of use cases here for the token.
1: And I think you covered this question already, but Martin is asking about the entry price regarding the dot Peak ratio. Uh, that has not been disclosed yet. Mm, Correct, yeah. Uh, Yeah, someone is asking uh, when TG is expected. I believe in our SAFT agreement um, they have mentioned September.
2: Mm -hmm. It Um, it should
1: happen this year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But of course, you know... It
2: will also depend on on the market situation. Yeah,
1: yeah, he told us that obviously no one is looking forward to launch in a bear market, so... Um, depending on <laughs> the market conditions, um, they they might delay it or they might postpone it. But we have September as uh, as as a month to aim for. Yeah, and just to confirm once more, so the current ticket which we have is 100k. If we have to ask for less, we will ask for less. Um, if we do not get a positive response by the community, we do not do the deal. Um, We might invest privately, um, but again, there's no pressure on anyone to participate in any of the deals which we arrange. Um, You guys have now heard the tokenomics. There are no secrets to anything which we arrange, and you guys can always feel very comfortable in asking the hard questions, raising concerns, and so on. Someone is asking, so fees paid in Peak Token will fluctuate? according to market value of peak market conditions? Um, I can't answer that question. Um, we have offered the peak team to join us uh, for an AMA, but they are also incredibly busy, so we are not sure <clears throat> if we can arrange that um, before we would uh, you know, sign the deal. But we are definitely going to get uh, the founder and some of the team members in our server, and we'll be able to interact with them and we will also arrange for you to test some of their alpha uh, software and testing programs and um, get a better feel for the tech itself. Whether or not that all of that can be arranged for uh, before the race occurs, uh, I, I cannot guarantee yet. Um, but as with all of our other investments, we are in very close contact with them. And we are looking to pull them into VVV and make them readily accessible for you. Uh, okay, so Martin is asking uh, if the deal will tie in with staking nFTs. Um, the answer is you know dependent on the liquidity program, depending on the response to the liquidity pool, um, we might arrange it right away without having the staking in place or if we have the additional liquidity, we're going to prepay the deal and we're going to um, Organize it um, with the launch of our staking contract, and the staking contract is already, already uh, finalized and, and ready to go. We've just made a couple of further improvements to uh, the reward token and how all of that is going to work out. Um, but we need, if we want to, <clears throat> you guys could already go ahead and stake it on the contract. Um, but we want to make sure that the front end um, is polished and up to our standards. So. Um, the thing which is taking us a little bit more time someone is asking uh, smart 88 is asking if we could possibly increase the allocation because he expects the demand to be higher than 100k you know they already made uh room in an oversubscribed round so preferably i I would not want to go back uh, and ask for even more because you know they had to talk to their other investors And get their approval to even let us in and the other investors told them you know it's all right as long as it's a you know a smaller ticket so i would probably not want to go back and ask for more Mm -hmm. striders asking what's the attitude (coughs) of citizens in germany towards DeFi nfts this may not seem related to the deal but i'm asking because it seems their success may depend on the domestic attitude towards decentralized protocols it is hard to judge this being in a different continent. You know, you have to differentiate between the people in the space versus those outside of it. Like uh, the vast majority in Germany does not know or does not understand the concept of DeFi or, or NFTs, you know, as a whole. But uh, the narrative crypto in Germany piques curiosity. Like I think it's slightly different than um in some other countries or Um, you know, different than maybe in the US where crypto is maybe more associated with scams and, you know, with things which, uh, you know, have uh, bad connotations to them. Um, I think in Germany, at least, you know, the people I talk to in in real life, all of these people are like rather curious around uh, crypto and they, they ask me, you know, how can I invest into crypto? How can I get my money out of fiat and how can I get it into ethereum or how can i get it on a sex or how can i you know partake in those early investments so like you know even random so i just checked in a hotel today uh, excuse me i just checked in a hotel uh, yesterday which is like very remote and you know in the middle of bavaria like where you wouldn't expect expect a lot of people to have knowledge about crypto but even there you know the the hotel owner asked me around you know what i what do i where do I expect the economy to go, and you know what do I expect to be happening to the currency and so on so I think like the country as a whole is very aware that there might be another depression coming or there might be you know the the inflation might be more pronounced and might be getting worse, and I think people are very interested in learning about alternatives and in learning on how to get the money out of the banking system. And now regarding things like the, uh, you know, e car charging or solar power uh, sharing, I think these are things which are very well received. People in Germany, they like to prepare for the future. So they, they like to save money. They like to put money aside and they like to have Assets which generate passive income for them like the solar panels, for example on rooftops in Germany I think these have been uh, a big success and the same for you know, owning your own house or owning a flat and renting that out These are things which are super super attractive for everyone in Germany and I think the concept of being able to share your charging station or sell the energy that is being generated from your solar panels that's probably going to be something which is like going to be in very high demand uh, amongst the the people.
2: Yeah, I think also the the big magic of of the peak uh, concept is that most users uh, won't recognize that Web three is involved. Yeah? So it's it's running in the background, and you can use a simple app on your smartphone and every transaction stuff will happen in, in in the background without noticing that you are dealing with with blockchain and crypto at all yeah so it's i see it similar to the internet yeah so only a few people understand the tcp ip layer below how the the information get transmitted uh, you just focus on on simple use, user interfaces, and the rest uh, is handled by the, the platform itself.
1: Yeah, and I just looked up the statement I made earlier. So Germany is the fourth largest economy in the world, uh, right behind Japan.
0: Yeah, uh, Tony Sosa. Uh, yes, summaries will be coming. Uh, as Sean said, uh, you know, this is yet to be a done deal as if we were to present Peak to the community and there was a major dislike to it, uh, we wouldn't want to, as he said, ram it down anyone's throats. Uh, so we wanted to have this as more of a gauge to see... Oh, he means summaries, article summaries. Never mind. <laughs> article summaries. Yes, uh, that should be on the way as well. Uh, that's partly my fault. Uh, we've still got uh, some editors uh, needing positions filled. Uh, so, if anyone has some nice writing experience and wouldn't mind assisting uh, Crypto Girl on editing articles, uh, that would be fantastic. And uh, yeah, we've got a still a very steady uh, inbound of articles being written by our community. Uh, but I take the blame for not have not being as. Uh, regular and posting them up we have three articles on there and i actually made today whilst editing this uh ama uh put a couple more up there as well just so that we can have regular content up there so yeah thank you for that ping but tony
1: regarding the like your articles right the editors
0: yes i believe cause because he initially requested uh another question and then he changed it after the fact so <laughs>
1: Uh, okay, because I think he might be asking about the uh, summaries in the Building VVV channel.
0: May, 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 may that may be as well. <laughs> I'm not too sure. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So, uh, I mean, regarding the uh, the articles in the Building VVV channel, and like just generally speaking, around the different sections in VVV at the moment. So, regarding the academy, and regarding the the summaries which you guys have wrote about the real world data the studies which I shared in our building VVV uh, category. I'm aware that I have to, you know, I have to do a lot of catch-up um, on those different sections, and I, I didn't have the time to, to do that yet. So please bear with me. Uh, you know, Rest assured that all the effort you have put in to those different tasks, that's going to be rewarded and that's going to be um, acknowledged. At the moment, I'm, I'm just like overwhelmed with the, the workload which I have. Um, I still have to get the white paper done, uh, ASAP so we can update the website and so we can get the articles out and so we can get started with the PR and we can get started with our, uh, general marketing approach. So similarly as to some of the, you know, DMs, which you might've seen in the screen sharing, you know, I, I'm, it's just not possible at the moment for me to keep up with everything. Um, but I'm going to catch up with everything as soon as possible. And you know, please rest assured that uh, none of you guys have wasted your time uh, by completing those tasks.
0: All right. Are we wanting, seeing as this could be a perfect segue onto the website?
1: Okay. Before we get started, I I want to give a a big shout out to Pandora, yeah, uh, who has docs herself now as Andrea. Um, She has been super, super supportive of VVV, really, pretty much since the inception, and she has prepared. All of the brand material, which you see around VVV, and the super rare uh, background you see on my NFT, for example, that that really stems from her inspiration of one of the backgrounds uh, she created for one of our uh, banners for the blockchain fund. Pretty much everything in VVV has the, the for having her on board Uh, we had someone else already hired to work on the website but we didn't really like how it was working and that's with a different agency um but then uh, pandora reached out to us and pretty much told us hey why don't you guys let me uh, do the website as well and you know of course we said yes because we know um how how much quality she delivers and how reliable she is so i don't know how she did it but she then created the website which you see uh, in the stream now in I think like one or two days and <laughs> I'm still in awe by how she always does this.
0: No, that's exactly what I was going to say. No, so thanks to both uh, Andrea and exec for uh, sorry for Poops for uh, exec always thanks as always, always thank you to exec. Always, <laughs> always, always, always but no, to, to Poops as well for for assisting uh, in the website creation especially in the back end. You know, there's a, a lot of fantastic stuff going on and we're really excited to be able to uh, Share some more of it, and you know
1: he already has toxed himself. Finally, so we can all call him Andrew. Uh, the things uh, which Andrew works on you haven't seen yet. So Andrew is working on our dashboard, which is going to be integrated into the website, and that dashboard is going to allow for a variety of things. Uh, for one, it's going to allow you to check on your past investments, and you can see how much you invested. To which wallet the tokens are going to get distributed, whether the TGE has already happened, and so on. And it's also going to be the interface in which you guys can claim the allocations and in which you can qualify for the first come, first served. And the, the entire process is going to be um, very straightforward and very polished and uh, address spent countless hours on finding a solution to go with us and has also already created alpha dashboard, so to speak, which is already functional. And he has linked it to a live database um, where you know, everything comes together and where we avoid things to be oversubscribed, for example. And you know, again, it's my fault that the dashboard is not already uh, available for you guys to test. Um, He already gave me access, but I I wasn't able to test test it out because I was preoccupied with the peak soft. Um, But again, I'm going to catch up on everything and you guys will be able to give the dashboard a a test very soon. And then we're going to implement it on the website and put it live. And then it's going to be, um, you will be able to create an account bought dashboard and then within the dashboard you can connect to your wallet and, um, and confirm that you have kyc and so on and everything is going to be super smooth
0: exactly and i also want to mention that everything we're showing at the moment is still in flux uh any of the text any of the artwork is still subject to change coloring whatever else uh so just Bear that in mind when taking a look, but uh, otherwise. Well, maybe not say sorted. that.
1: Otherwise, Pandora is going to scream <laughs> and uh, to change the design
0: again. But, but Andrea, come back! <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> uh, no, but honestly, big shout out to her. We have spent some time discussing uh, a lot of the aspects to it, and uh, no, we're very, very happy with what she's been able to create. So, no, thank you again. As mentioned, this is kind of the main landing page. Um... Just quick overview of how you know beautifully seamless this thing is. I think this is very nice, and it's you know I, I, as many mentioned, it does make it look a lot more professional and clean uh, compared to the old one, <laughs> Sean. Um, <laughs> uh, we've got so these different sections at the top here will ping us across the same page for now. Um, so it'll just make it a little more concise and a, a lot of. Uh, a lot less clunky uh, off the get-go. Uh, there's going to be a lot more, as stated, uh, additions on the back end uh, in terms of the dashboard, which will have a sign-in section right here on the top right that's still being built. But what we'll have is an overview of our story, You know what roughly we're doing, where we're coming from a brief overview of our investments so you'd highlight over it and you'd see the different investments that we've done their website their twitter and any other uh, media links Uh, so for instance on orki we also have the discord link further we'll have a brief section regarding our research and our abilities and our kind of ethic around that Uh, andrea mentioned that uh, she needs to fix the top section but, you know, honestly, no worries about it. It looks amazing as is and, you know, no no, no rush. And again, this isn't the final project. You know, don't, don't worry that if, if you feel that this isn't ready, you know, don't, don't worry too much mm. about it. You know, brief overview of the team, uh, LinkedIn links to most of our individuals. Also, just to kind of make that a little more transparent for anyone taking a look at what we're doing. Uh, we also are going to show off our... Uh, medium page Uh, we may try and integrate it onto here at a later date but for now we feel that it's comfortable we're comfortable enough to just kind of forward it onto our medium and then just extra stuff you know relating to uh, individuals and projects wanting to reach out to us uh, or by email which we'll set up as well and uh, any other links here at the bottom relating to our OpenSea medium and our Spotify to also listen into our uh, podcasts uh, at a later date. Uh, so that's the rough uh, front-facing aspect uh, of the fund uh, website-wise. um We will at a later date go more into and make a tour of the dashboard when when that's up. The designs for the dashboard are already available, but I'm not too sure if we should be showing off that just yet. In case there's going to be any major changes, I don't ins- I don't see any major changes. Uh, coming but for for now we'll just show off what we have here Um, again huge thank you to uh, Andrea slash Pandora for for getting this out for us Uh, it's such a high turnaround Um, you know we're very excited to work with her and we're very happy to have her on board as a core team member just
1: maybe scroll down to the pictures briefly because I was asking that he wants to see everyone and we have Andy is missing from the website
0: true uh yeah that's a good point point. and we but
1: also have to get uh um, everyone else on board yeah Squaba and uh jen on it as well oh and exit yeah we, yeah okay because that all of that was stuck in the old chat so we have to get them updated on the uh headshots uh but maybe you know uh, Maybe you can also showcase some of the Figma designs, uh, which Andrea has created for us for the dashboard. The dashboard, sure. Yeah, yeah. Just so, so people get a better understanding of how everything is going to eventually come together.
0: So this is the overall view that you will have on the dashboard. So what you'll be is you'll be welcomed to a main dashboard screen which could also be seen as kind of like the most updated homepage, quote unquote, for your individual needs. Uh, It will show projects that you'd have to claim uh, or that we're currently raising, the total amount you've invested, how many NFTs you've got staked, X, Y, Z. We'll also have our research reports, which will from now on be gated uh, after we set up the staking mechanism. uh, So only individuals who've staked will have access to all that information. We've also got different sections here on the left-hand side. Uh, One of them will be the upcoming investments that we'll have, which in this case, if we were to have the dashboard up, we'd have a section on peak, which would have all the relevant information displayed on there that we're able to share. We'll have a My Investment screen, which will have a rundown of what you've invested in, how much, the tokenomics, and any other information around vesting schedules and so on. Uh, So for instance, if you were here on the home screen, and you'd go, okay, I'm going to go and take a look at Nodal, click Claim, and then it'll give you a progress bar of how much has already been put into the uh, project itself Uh, from our end, as in our ticket size, and it'll be links to a research report, all the website and relevant information, the details of the raise from our end, so when we'll open it, uh, the swap rate, so how many USDC for how many tokens, uh, total available participants from the community and other individuals, other information around the token name and if there's you know any extra stuff relating to the current uh, wallet address if it were to be an uh, over-the-counter deal and so on all that will be displayed what you'll also be met after you connect your wallet and go through another step which we have yet to fully release which will make sure that investors know what they're putting the money towards and we are confident that the community slash the investor for this specific project uh, understands uh What the project is, you'll be met by this screen where, depending on your maximum allowed allocation for that specific uh, project and the amount of uh, NFTs you have staked, you'll be able to use this slider or put a specific value in of what you'd like to claim and how much you'd like to claim. Again, with all this information displayed below. And then what you'll do is we will have a notification reminding you or stating that we've received this claim. Um, once you go on to this section uh, poops or andrew has been working on a a reserve feature so what this will do is reserve a certain amount for you for 30 minutes to allow for any network delays or any issues with gas fees and also to make sure that we don't get oversubscribed and have to refund individuals at a later date so we're going to make sure that the once the maximum is reached it's going to be right there and then we're also going to have this added functionality of being able to change your outgoing or in your view ingoing wallet for the tokens so this uh, will be available under your account settings on the top right and what you'll be able to see is different wallet destinations and different uh, chain offerings as well so depending on the project for instance nodal that required a polka dot address specific to nodal as well so we'll give the ability to have all these wallets on here so then for instance if you were to have nodal and you were to lose one of your polka dot addresses for whatever reason you'd then be able to verify another uh, polka dot wallet and then use that as your withdrawal address just as a kind of redundancy for later date and you know remove any hassle for team members such as Helena to have to constantly you know go back and forth on text to make sure that everything is then settled this is also clear here where you can also edit the destination wallet and then it will be added info around the predicted or stated unlock date and the vesting period for it once the vesting begins you'll see we'll have a my allocation section where you'll see the percentage of the allocations that have been already dropped to you the wallet that has been received to transaction ID and the status, i.e. if it's sending or pending, you should basically have this as a one-stop shop to see all the relevant information regarding your your investments. Again, here, this is, I finally found it, thank you. <laughs> the My Investment section will highlight how much you've put in, all the relevant information, again, being able to change the wallet addresses where need be. Or, depending on how we decide uh, at a later date, we may have it where you're able to change your wallet destination until a certain point, uh, where afterwards would a dedicated ticket would need to be given uh, for us to be able to then change the wallet afterwards, uh, just for that added security reason as the air, as the airdrops are currently ongoing. Uh, you also have little banners saying if it's been paid out fully or if it's in progress or, you know, soon to be released. So you can, again, just from loading into my investments, you'll be able to see all of this rather clearly. In terms of the changing of the destination wallet, our idea is to make it look something like this, where you can nickname each wallet address. So then you know which one you're going to. So let's say a cold wallet or a hot wallet, uh, just to make it that little easier. And then a verification that the wallet edit has been done. So in terms of the changing of the wallet, we envisage something like this, where you put a wallet nickname or the wallet address. Uh, we'll probably want to confirm it with you as well afterwards uh, using Metamask. Uh, that's still in play, but that's the overall kind of vision of what we're trying to do. There is still a couple things that is under wraps that we may not want to share at the moment. But this is the rough staking page of how we envisage it to look like, so you'd be able to connect to certain wallet. Uh, we are wanting to discuss with Snickerdoodle soon to also have a Snickerdoodle portal or a, be able to log in via Snickerdoodle ability, uh, which we feel that would be very uh, advantageous to us as it also have all the KYC information and so on within that ecosystem. Uh, and it's also just another use case for us uh, to kind of trial for, for Snickerdoodle. What you'll see here is again, added information around the dolphin shark and whales what that means uh the different staking periods and how many dolphins would give you you know how many amount again we make a statement that you know it's the the nfts are not a speculative asset and not something which a yield is expected uh, and so on so all these disclaimers will also be present down there and this is what you'll see if you've logged in and you've signed in to your wallet. You will see how many sharks, whales or dolphins you have staked and then what that will entitle you. And also will show you if you've staked a specific wallet, how many other NFTs you have and what you're able to stake. So let's say you've already staked two uh, and it's already been six months. And let's say you stake this one for six months and then restaked it for another year. But then this one's been staked for six months and it's ready to unstake. You just click unstake and then you'll go through a process where you'll be able to then receive that NFT. And also you'll see all these other NFTs on the side where you'd also be able to then get the option to stake for a certain period, either six or 12 months. That's more or less how the staking will look. And you also see added information around the staking terms, be that the six months will give you all investments within that six month period, but then the 12 month staking will give you the same benefits of the six month with a whitelist spot for the blockchain NFT fund. We are currently discussing ways uh, to actually log in to the website itself. And we're also exploring the ability to also have this as a kind of phone dashboard in case you aren't able to connect with your, or wanting to to change some aspects without having access to your wallet as well.
1: Yeah, and security is of course, one of the highest priorities here. So the main website, which you have seen earlier, is going to be hosted on a different server and completely different logins for anyone involved than the website for the dashboard. So they're going to be different domains and different servers. And then you also we also have different entities or individuals working on the smart contract back end of the dashboard and the front end of the dashboard and all of this is made this way because i don't want like one single individual to be able to potentially uh implement exploits anywhere so uh the smart contract obviously gets audited uh by three or four different developers once it's once it's finished um then we have the back end where we'll also have Uh, A couple of people double check everything to see that everything is safe and sound. And then, of course, we have uh, Andrea on the front end, who I trust very much. So.
0: Yeah, And in terms of that idea we mentioned relating to the Snickerdoodle login, uh, part of what they're doing and working with companies is having that one-click sign-on, as you see here with sign-in with Google or sign-in with Apple, that there would be a sign-in with Snickerdoodle as well, where that will inherently have all the KYC information, all the wallet information already tied into it. And that is something uh, I'm going to explore over the coming week uh, with a discussion I'm going to have with Atticus. And I think that could be a great first step uh, for us to help trial the the login service for them. What you do is you'd sign in with Google, for instance, then you'd have the ability to connect your wallet to prove it's you. We're still discussing with BlockPass to see if there's a relevant API to be able to confirm like this without having to do it manually. And then we'll have a create account uh, verification here as well, which will then bring you back to the login where then you'd be able to log in via an email uh, this will allow for, the, the idea is to allow for two things. One, once you log in, let's say without, so let's say you log in with the email, but you haven't connected your wallet at this point. Sorry, for let me rephrase this. So you, once you set up the account, you have to set up the wallet as well to prove it's you. Afterwards, if you were to log in, let's say on a mobile device or another device that doesn't have access to your MetaMask or Ledger or Trezor or whatever else, you'll be met with a similar screen, where you'll have to verify your identity via connecting your wallet so you'll be able to prove it's you uh after the fact but you'd still be able to to some extent manage let's say your investments or be able to view all these other reports through the login after you have verified your nft if you need to stake nfts we'll also have a reminder up here saying you know we find that there are a few available nfts in your account that have yet to be staked would you like to stake them and uh we also have this aspect here if there are any issues around the verification uh to make sure that we kind of stay on top and it's clear to you that we are actually working on it uh in the back end The, the exact timeline of this coming out uh we don't necessarily have it will definitely be within the next few weeks uh, it just depends on how quickly we can get the developer to work with Pandora uh, on all these aspects. Uh, but as Sean said, uh, our idea is to kind of compartmentalize all these different sections of the websites to make sure that if there's a vulnerability in one, or if there's an individual trying to slip in a back door, there is going to be less, of course, you know everything's going to be audited, audited but if there were to be an issue relating to any parts of these websites, it will be all kind of gridlocked within certain, you know, there's going to be bulkhead seals to make sure that, you know, water doesn't flood into different compartments. Um, Yeah,
1: just to to chime in here, the reason why we have two different sorts of a login where you have to create your own login uh, and then you also have the the MetaMask, which you have to connect to is because eventually, you know, even if individuals only invest let's say someone invests a thousand dollars or five thousand dollars you know eventually some of the investments which we've made are probably going to yield returns right and then you know there might be a 50x 100x and you know if that happens with someone who has invested 5k or 10k you know there's a substantial amount of money within those accounts right so if now all those accounts are tied to one metamask address or to one wallet and you lose access to that wallet or you get hacked or you know whatever you, you can never predict the future right so uh, if you lose your access to one of those metamask wallets at some point in time you would lose your entire investment or let's say you get compromised and you lose your nfts and you know these would be tied with your login then you would be screwed as well but if you have a different login which is detached from from your metamask And you then are also able to use 2FA on it, then you at least have that end secured. So even if you lose your wallet and even if someone drains your USDC or if someone steals your NFTs, for example, you still have full authority over your login to our dashboard. And then in in the dashboard itself, you can simply uh, then update your wallets for receiving the token. So even if at some point in time you get compromised, um, you know, we can update which wallet is, uh, attached to which account, uh, on our dashboard. So for us, it's super important to have additional, um, security features on there. Um, especially, you know, since all of this, which we built today, is also a precursor of the blockchain fund and how we manage funds there. So the entire thing has to be on an institutional level.
0: Uh, Strider, so there's a question around the can vesting wallets be changed on the fly in the middle of a daily vesting? Um, No, first of all, yeah, I don't know if that's been answered or not.
1: Um, Yeah, no, it hasn't been answered. But um, you probably can only change the wallet up to a certain point before the vesting starts, and then um, you know we're going to use a multi-multi sender, and that's probably going to work uh, in a trustless fashion. So ideally. You know, after everything is uh, in motion, you do not update the vesting wallet.
0: And if there are any issues within your wallet, uh, best to then create a support ticket, and then we'll we'll sort that on a case-by-case basis.
1: On this note, is the plan
0: to stretch the 100k
1: ticket allocation to ensure everyone can get a piece at this stage, or are we going to have a really tight timeline to get in? Uh, No, I mean, you know, the dolphins are first come first off, right? So let's say we put the max at $500. So if you put it at $100, um, you know, we have room for um, 100 to 200 people. Then we will probably have to deduct the share of the whales from that. So, you know, you probably have to, we probably have to go with like 500 bucks per head. And then we have maybe uh, like around 50 to 100 people who can participate. Depending on the appetite of the whales, and then of of course also you know deducting the guaranteed allocation slots of the sharks. Yeah, I mean you know it depends on, on the demand we we're going to see from the community. You know we might go as as low as 250 dollars per head uh, just to be sure that we can accommodate as as many you know as many people as it's reasonable. Yeah. So Romy has asked if there's a benefit to staking more than six months. Um, the answer is yes. If you want to get into the blockchain fund the only way at least as of now is to stake your dolphin for 12 months and for each nft which you have staked you're going to get one widely spot for the blockchain fund and someone was asking i know the 1k per dolphin i know the 1k per dolphin thing but is that fluid and subject to change based on deal size to ensure a bit less stress for trying to get in on the lower allocation deals? Yes, yes. So the 1K uh, has always been just an example, and that's going to vary um, depending on the overall deal size.
0: Okay, and on that note, I'm going to jump off. I'm going to leave my screen on here just to make sure that at least there's something beautiful to look at. Yes. <laughs> uh, thanks again to uh, Andrea Pandora for doing these beautiful designs and walking through with me and you know, listening to, to what I have to say and ramble uh, regarding the website. Uh, and yeah, thanks again, everyone, and I'll catch you all soon. Thanks for joining in, Tony.
1: Have a great one. Bye bye. Okay. I'm also going to jump in a few minutes. So one was asking if there will be a physical headquarter or address for VVV. I'm not sure uh, yet. It's going to depend on the, the legal structure and you know what's required in certain countries and in certain states when we talk about uh, having one entity up, up and running um, in the US for the US investors and one up and running um, in Europe for Euro- European investors um, but um, you know when it comes to meeting in REF I'm not sure uh, I remember we have discussed this somewhere before but we we are planning on potentially have a, a couple of different meetups uh, for VVV in the US and in Europe and probably also going to Announce something like a VVV world tour soon where, you know, since I'm tra- traveling a lot, I'm going to make time to uh, meet people along the way. Oh, okay. So Romy has followed up. He meant, is there a benefit to staking more than six dolphins? No. So the the max, which you can stack would be six dolphins, one shark and one whale. And then you can benefit from all the different um, Dynamics of each NFT, but you do not have to stake more than the max amount. Um, That being said, we're going to reward the biggest holders of VVV in general. So, if someone were to hold more than six dolphins, for example, in their wallet, uh, there's going to be benefits uh, in the future for those people. And again, something which I've mentioned in the past as well um, Greatness from Beginnings uh, was kind enough to. Track all the wallets and to track who is selling and who is transferring the NFTs, um, and that, that's not meant in a way where you know we would punish someone for selling, but uh, we have kept track of who is supporting VVV and who might be more motivated by you know making the best for himself. And that being said, you know holding the VVV NFT and holding the NFTs which you have minted. That's a sign of supporting VVV. So even let's say you intend for dolphins, and you know even if you only ever intend to invest a thousand dollars, holding those dolphins and not listing them is a sign of support for VVV. As you know, some of the, well, as you know, the um, mint price for phase two is going to be greatly influenced by the floor price of phase one. You guys at the end of the day dictate how much the phase two minters have to pay, and you therefore also have full authority over how many funds BBB is going to be able to raise with the phase two mint. So, if the majority of the community goes ahead and lists all the NFTs and pushes the floor price down, that in turn also means that the phase two minters are going to get in at a cheaper price, and it also means that VVV is going to be able to raise less money in the phase two mint. So at the end of the day, everything always comes down to the community. If the community decides that the dolphins are valuable and that they are going to be more valuable in the future because we're going to be able to execute our milestones and we're going to um, execute on our vision, then that's also going to empower us more to do more and to do more faster, and you know the flip side is if people lose the belief in theV, then we're also going to be able to uh, raise less funds uh, and potentially do less or do things slower. and so far I, I've been um, you know I, I'm pretty pleased with what I've seen in terms of, of trading volume and in floor price. Obviously things could always be better, but I think one thing which you might have. Missed to to emphasize uh, during the minting phase is that holding, you know, it's not always about like what's the benefit for you to hold those NFTs, right? You also have to keep in mind there's benefits to VVV, to you guys holding the those NFTs and not selling them on the day you mint them. So I, I would be appreciative, um, you know, if some of those those people listing listing those NFTs, you know, might reassess. What's more important, you know, them cashing out on an NFT as soon as possible or them supporting a project which is really community centric and showing their support by, you know, believing and holding and not going out of the way to cash out 1K as quickly as possible. So, Michael, um, regarding the peak tokenomics, if I get approval from the team to share them in writing, um, I will do so. If you don't get the approval, you have to uh, listen to the recording of the VC session and, and you know just write it down yourself. I, I think I've uh, gone through everything in, in enough detail for you to to get a very good idea of you know the tokenomics. Uh, okay, so Victor's asking if the whitelist for the blockchain fund only applies to staking dolphins for twelve months. No, of course you also get the widest spot for staking a shark for twelve months or for staking a whale for twelve months yes so if i recall correctly the tg unlock of the private round was 15 percent. yes but listen to the recording uh, just to double check because I, I don't have the sheet open anymore okay marcel is asking if he has to stake the shark to make use of the guaranteed allocation the answer is yes like all, all of the nfts you have if you want to get the benefits of the um, increase if you want to get the benefits of the multiplier, if you want to get the benefits of the guaranteed allocation or the big allocation of the whale NFT, all of this is mandatory um or all of this is based on you staking the NFT. So any investment benefits you want to get from the NFT, uh the staking is mandatory. Alright guys. If there's no more questions, I uh, thank you very much for listening in to another <laughs> two point 5 hour uh, VC session and I'm very much looking forward to talking to all of you again on the next Sunday and um, announcing the liquidity pool for VVV, announcing more details around the peak race and arranging everything for you guys. And then of course, I'm also looking forward to the next couple of weeks where we're going to increase our marketing. You guys are going to see um, that we're going to give away um, or maybe let me cover this as the, the very last point uh, of the AMA so I'm in touch with uh, with someone I've I've known for quite some time um, he's going to work together with us to arrange for BVB to give away whitelist spots to different communities and then there's going to be two different tiers of whitelist spots you're going to have a tier 1 whitelist spot which is called Diamond Fin and these are going to be guaranteed uh, minting spots. And then you're going to have the regular dolphin list, which is going to be just a regular whitelist, which is going to be oversubscribed. And then it's it's also going to follow the principle of the purchase. But, and that's based on the feedback, which I have received on Town Hall 8, and also some of the feedback we have received in writing. Um, the, The purchase are going to be much more lenient, so we're not going to be as strict and as brutal um, with those purchases, and that there's two reasons to that. Uh, you know, one obviously the, the the human side, which you guys have emphasized in your feedback, um, but it's also the intentions of phase are very different from from the intentions of phase one. So phase two is meant as means to expand the community and to expand the reach of BBV. And the other side is increasing the liquidity VVB has to build and execute on the milestones in the next couple of days and weeks. Requirements to qualify for phase two are going to be you know, slightly less than for phase one. And um, the big benefit which we have is that with the mandatory 12-month lockup period for the phase two minters, flippers are already going to be repelled by that mechanic to begin with and then even if someone you know if a couple of flippers slip through and they make it on the phase two whitelist and they they mint and they stake the nft the big benefit here is that even if someone doesn't have the right intentions and then ends up on the phase two list if they have if they hold a stake in vvv they will at least follow up or follow vvv's progress to a certain extent so over the course of those 12 months I think the likelihood of them realizing the value within VVV and realizing the potential um the project has within it is going to make it rather unlikely that after following the project 12 months that someone is not going to see the value that we have accrued over the course of the time. So when it then comes to the 12 month period ending and people have these unlocked I think we're in a very good position where you know, people are either going to stake the NFT right away again, or people are at least going to hold the NFT because they see things are going in the right direction and there's only going to be more and more uh, value accrued uh, within VVV. All right, my friends. Uh, Thank you once again for listening in.
0: Bye-bye. This recording has been prepared by VVV. The recording is made available by VVV and is for information purposes only. This recording should not be considered as an offer or solicitation to sell, buy or subscribe to any financial instruments or product, securities or any other derivative instrument or any other rights pertaining thereto. VVV does not express any opinion as to the present or future value or price of any instruments referred to in this recording. The information provided in this recording is believed to be valid and accurate on the date it is first published but VVV along with its directors, officers or employees do not accept any liability for any loss arising from the use of the information. The information contained therein, including any expressions of opinion, has been obtained from or is based on sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy or completeness is not guaranteed and is subject to change without notice. Any expressions of opinion reflect the views of the speakers and are not necessarily those of VVV and are subject to change without notice. Any decision made by a party after listening to this recording shall be on the basis of its own research and not be influenced or based on any view expressed by VVV in this recording or otherwise. This recording does not address all risks. This recording does not constitute investment advice or a recommendation that has been prepared without regard to individual financial circumstances, objectives or particular needs of listeners. Listeners should seek their own financial, tax, legal, regulatory and other advice regarding the appropriateness or otherwise of investing in any investments and or pursuing any investment strategies.